listen to Mark and Neanderthal when you get Pretty to work. Sure they're illegal. With the free KSLX app. 100.7. KSLX. You know what I did over the weekend? No. A first, an absolute first. What is that? I ate Spam. Have you ever eaten Spam? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, I, I had never eaten it before. Mark, I grew up Poe. Spam was a part of my diet. All right. Spam is... Uh, Even the gelatin on top? Well, no. No, you scrape that off. You open the can, you scrape it <laughs> it's off. It's disgusting. Yeah. It's, that stuff's like... It's like loot fisk. That's the stuff on the top of the Spam. We went over to some friend's house on Saturday night, and uh, it was us and another couple, and this guy, Tom, was like, hey... Look what I got for you guys. And he has this little spam cookbook, and we're kind of thumbing through. And he's like, and I said, what, what'd you get this for? And he goes, you guys have never had spam before. And I said, wait, 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 wait. How'd you know that? It's spam is, so you, are you guys like one of their, their very beloved friends? Like, cause they really broke out the big stuff, the heavy stuff well, for you. Well, he goes, we're the exotic menu. He said, you, you've never eaten spam. And I said, how'd you know that? And he goes, oh, you mentioned it once or twice before. It just came up in conversation. I remembered it. Huh. And so we're having a spam appetizer tonight. Why? Like, are you serious? And he goes, yeah. That's a thing? Yeah. Well, what he did was he cut it into little squares and then grilled it. Well, that's what you do with Spam. I've never heard anybody like... You like can bake. fry it, right? Well, that's what you do. You fry... Well, frying and grilling are the same thing. They really are. It's also... Okay, you grilled it so it has a little grid on it. Yeah. It's, well, they, it's less grease, too. You just burn the outside is what you do. <laughs> well, there's that's less kind of grease when you grill it. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I'm sure health concerns are really what you should be thinking about when you're eating spam. I mean, it has, spam makes makes a hot dog like filet mignon. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's Spam's, true. Yeah. Well, spam what, is just it's a cube of salt coagulated together by some pork meat product. Is what it is. So what he did was he had little little squares of spam with melted cheese on top. You know, melted, yes. melted jalapeno. Yes, because you got to get your dairy. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> with your protein there. Right. Yeah. Sure. Right. Exactly. Protein, you got the cheese. Oh, you boy. got the meat. So yeah. so he brings these in from outside and he's got. This plate. Oh, wow. he, he sets the plate down. He arranges it very proudly. He's like, "All right, here comes the spam appetizer." He picks oh, really? up the plate. Did he announce it? And now, yes, guests of honor, <laughs> picks up the plate and he clips the top of the wine bottle on the counter. Right, and then a uh, full but open wine bottle. Now, here's the thing: given the uh, the choice of cuisine, I would have guessed that your liquid refreshment would have come in a box. That <laughs> the wine that you had would have been a, a vintage Wednesday, is what that would have been. <laughs> yeah, and I don't drink wine. That was for everybody else. Right, sure. It falls off the counter and it smashes on the t- you know the kitchen was right, tile sure, right. it smashes and shards of glass and red wine go all over the place blue nun everywhere <laughs> this was, it was a mess so we're all cleaning up but while we're cleaning up i'm like I better get it while it's hot, actually. Really? Spam. You're that guy? Yeah. Well, while everybody was cleaning up, you decided to start chowing? I, I was doing both. You know, I need nourishment while I'm cleaning up. Right, there. of course, so yes. I, so I grabbed a few of those Jesus. and tried them. A few? How many is a few? I had four or five of them. Four or five of the Spam appetite. How many what were I can, there? What I can say about the taste were of the like Spam? Were you like Milton in, uh, in, <laughs> in Office Space? Now, Mark, make sure everybody gets enough Spam. Oh, there was plenty of them. Oh, okay. But uh, my review of the taste? Uh-huh. It was hot. No, 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 no! I don't want to get. I don't want to hear that at all. <laughs> it if was you okay. If you, didn't, if you didn't like it, you would have had one, maybe two, to be polite. No, I if had, you I, have four or five, Mark, I got bad news for you. You like spam. I don't like spam. What do you mean? I don't like spam. Spam, 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 spam. Mark and Neander Paul in the morning. You know, it's a sad state of affairs when. 
Scott Bayo, one of the former stars of Happy Days, has become a controversial political figure. Well, in our you know, remember, it's been a couple of years now. You know, he did that speech at the RNC, and that yeah, was which is fa- fine, fairly controversial. Because yeah. you know, what does Chachi think is <laughs> something that I always consider before I pull the lever in the voting booth. <laughs> the Chachi's would, the Chachisburg address, as we called it. Yeah, what would Chachi do? I think is what I think of. So Scott Bayo has kind of you know come back into the the forefront of our our consciousness in the last couple of years because of his political beliefs. That and and he he was he spoke out very quickly when the death of Aaron Moran happened too. Yeah, that, that, he was that also very yes. critical of Aaron Moran, who yeah. clearly had some mental problems. Yeah, yeah. Um, but this is where he had a lousy weekend because he's now been accused. He's one of the many um, who've been accused of sexual misconduct oh. and, and so forth. Wow, wow, wow! Here's the accusation. Um, you know, he was ha- he was chachi in Happy Days. We all know him from that. Right. And, yeah, that's, and, that's really where we know him. Then he was also in that show Charles in Charge with Willie Ames. That's the show uh, when he was doing that. There was another actress on that, a younger actress. She's like ten years younger than he is. Her name was Nicole Eggert. Oh, she was hot. She I has, mean, she grew up to be hot. She right. was young on that show. She has now accused him of fondling her and having sex with her when she was underage. And he was like, whoa, no, 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 no. Wait a minute. How no, old, was, how old was he? He was, he was a good 10 years older than her, I think. And she was in her teens? Uh, early teens. Like 14, Ooh. 15. Ooh. That's what she said. See, that's the thing. It's it's very, you know. Yeah, so, and here's the thing. I mean, I've lived in the South, um, and it is more than common there sure. for somebody over the age of 21 to be date, dating somebody under the age of 21. Roy Moore will tell you. Right, yeah, exactly. But no, I mean, I lived in Memphis and a, and, a, and a kid that I knew that was in a local band was like 21, 22. Right. And he was dating like a 16, 17-year-old. That was a common thing <laughs> in, in that area of the country. I'm not saying it's right. I'm just no. saying it's more common than you think and it probably goes underreported a lot of the time. Oh, yeah. No, you can get a big uh, a big label for the rest of your life for doing something like yeah, that. Yeah, you're into nowadays. sex offender. Yeah, it's statutory. Statutory rape. Whether or not it's consensual, it's statutory means you right. don't have a choice in it. Right. It is what it is. Yeah, exactly. That's um, terrible. So Scott Bayo, to defend himself, took to Facebook Live this weekend. And, and, and this is legitimate. This is him on Facebook Live just starting his plea. Hi. Um, I'm here today uh, to talk about some allegations that have, made against, have been made against me by somebody named Nicole Eggert. The reason I'm doing Facebook Live is because nobody can edit me. Nobody can change what I said. And what I'm telling you is the truth. I like the fact that he, he refers to as somebody named Nicole Eggert. He was on a show with her for like a decade. Yeah, he knows her. He knows exactly who she is. One of the things he pointed out was that as of as recently as two years ago, she was saying, I would love to work with Scott Bayo again in any kind of project. So it's kind of weird that she's now coming out and saying this. Again, I'm not saying it's not true, but I think Scott Bayo, if he really wanted to gain sympathy and gain favor with everybody, should have done a statement like this. Hi, um, I'm here today uh, to talk about some allegations that have made against have been made against me by somebody named Nicole Egger. The reason I'm doing Facebook Live is because nobody can edit me. Nobody can change what I said. Really? I beg to differ. My words and what I'm telling you is the truth. So I'm going to knock down all these false claims against me. My reputation is being damaged and I'm done. The weekend comes, I think that was a bad idea. Yeah. I love it. Nobody can edit me. Are you sure? Tickets go on sale Friday for that show in Phoenix. So we're talking about Elton John on his farewell tour. It's 100.7 KSLX. He played that song last night. Yeah, at the, the Grammys. Grammys. Yeah, the Grammys. He did. Uh, here, here you go. That's what it sounded like. Blue Jean Bourbon. 
for the band. Now, he's 71 years old. He looks like William Shatner right now, by the way. I don't know if you saw him. <laughs> now, did you did you notice who, who sang with him? Yeah, it was Miley Cyrus. Now, I thought he sounded a little rough. His voice has obviously changed over the years. We just played something from, like, what, 1971, maybe? Right, sure. Um, and now it's 2018. That's a long way down the line. How about this? Jesus That's Miley Cyrus. Her voice is almost deeper than his. Right. Is it me or does Miley Cyrus try too hard all the time? She does. Yeah. All right, cool. I, I, I just want to know. She actually sounds good on some songs. Like, you get the right song for her voice and it sounds okay. Um, I didn't think last night was an example of that, but. Nah, I, I just think she tries too hard. She's trying to be like Madonna or or somebody that's like a world shaker, a world mover, trying to move the needle and stuff. A tastemaker. Yeah, you're just. Yeah. You're, look, you're Miley Cyrus. You're Billy Ray Cyrus's daughter. You had a, 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 you know, a modicum of success on the Disney Channel when you were Hannah Montana. She's done really well for she herself. She has. But she she's has. nowhere near as talented as she tries to present herself as. Or as Billy Ray Cyrus. Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, sure. So the okay, song, I'll go with that. The song of the year last night at the Grammys was uh, was a Bruno Mars song called That's What I Like. And, you, you know, you may not even know it. I didn't really know it. Yeah, but it, Bruno but Mars is super talented. Like, that's the other side is. of it. Like, he's not Miley Cyrus. He's a guy that's got so much friggin' talent that it's all over the place. The Grammys now have really turned into uh, an R&B slash hip-hop show. I mean, that was well, yeah. really all the winners last night. Because that's that's really what's happening now musically and right, you know, no, no. I mean, for years it was a country show. Yeah, that's yeah, sort of what it does. It, it's kind of weird. I, I mean, know. it's never happened. It's not like 1975 or 76 rolled around and they were like, and now the nominees for Song of the Year, Stranglehold by Ted Nugent. It's never been a rock show, you know. Last right? Child by Aerosmith, right. <laughs> yeah. and Rock and Roll Band by Boston. That's yeah. never happened. No, you're right. Uh, Led Zeppelin. The only Grammys Led Zeppelin's ever won were well after the band broke up, and they right. Were, they were kind of like honorary or lifetime achievement type Grammys. Right. I, I, <laughs> and the know, nominees are Exile on Main Street. Yeah, you didn't, you know, the nominees are Dark Side of the Moon, Pink Floyd. No, they it were never happened. They were still giving Grammys to like Henry Mancini in those right. days. Right. Well, so, a great example last night, they did two minutes of a, of a tribute to Fats Domino and Chuck Berry. Two minutes with uh, John Baptiste and Gary Clark Jr. They did a six minute tribute to Andrew Lloyd Webber. <laughs> what? With Andrew... Two of the pioneers of rock and roll right. get got about two minutes. Andrew Lloyd Webber got a, got an opera singer nobody's ever heard of. Oh no, that was Patti Lapone. She's very famous. Okay, whatever. Yeah. Okay, she's very famous. I don't know who she is. She sang "Don't Cry for Me," Argentina. Right, a song that but, that that anybody under the age of fifty has no knowledge of. But you're you're right. It's never been a rock show. I mean, even if you go back a ways, like 1983's "Song of the Year." Always on my mind by Willie Nelson. Right. Uh, 1981, Sailing by Christopher Cross. Oh, rocker if ever there were one. Was the song of the yeah, year. Sure, why not? Um, and who can forget this one from 1982, Kim Carnes. Oh, boy. This was the song of the year. Song of the year. Betty Davis Eyes. Song of the year. Best song in 1982. Yes. What came out in 82? Well, it beat out... Endless Love by Lionel Richie and Diana Ross. Right, sure. And it beat out Just the Two of Us by Bill Withers and 9 to 5 by Dolly Parton. Yeah, meanwhile, Ozzy so, Osbourne's Diary of a Madman was released that year, I right. think. Right, yeah. so you can see for the nominees, there are no nothing even resembling rock. No. In those nominees right there. No. All right, Kim Carnes, hot or not? No. 
Really? <laughs> no. She's pure as New York snow. No. She looks all right. She sings masculine, but she, she looks yeah. all right. She's not bad looking. Yeah, she sang like she needed a Ricola. Yes, needed a, yes. needed a couple of yeah, them. Somebody, yeah, See, Kim Carnes should have fronted a band called Lozenge. <laughs> Mark and the Anderpals. What should have happened there? We talked about rough weekend for Scott Baio. Yeah. Uh, you know, a rough start to the weekend for everybody's favorite fun rapper, Flava Flav. Yeah, boy! Yeah, everybody loves Flava. He got beat up at a casino. All right, almost everybody loves Flava. <laughs> <laughs> everybody but that guy loves Flava. Yeah, some, they got into some kind of argument. I think it was in Atlantic City. It was at one of the casinos. Right. Some guy just walked to him, punched him right in the face. I mean, you know, this is Flava Flav. Flava Flav, yeah, that's no good. That's a, I mean, why would you, who wants to punch Flava Flav? Well, you might say that he got, uh, the guy walked up, oh, punched no, him right in the face. You, oh. you might say. Please don't say he got clocked. Right, he got exactly. Clocked right oh, in the face. Oh no. I asked you not to say that. Right, exactly. Yeah, that's what happened. Well, the, a, guy, the guy beat the crap out of him. There's a little sliver of irony here because what? one of uh, Flava Flava, uh, obviously a member of the band Public Enemy, not a big a big band that we play here on KSLX for whatever reason. No, and Flava Flava's sure. the guy who's got the clock. He's the guy with the big clock. Yeah. He's everybody loves Flava Flava, but the, one of their biggest hits is a song called Nine One One is a joke. Hit me. Which is, that's, that's exactly how it starts off, right? Hit me. Well, I don't mind if I do. And somebody did. They just walked right up to him and punched yeah. him in the face. And That's ironic. If there was only something Flavor Flav could have done to get himself out of this situation, you know what I mean? Some way to, he could call to try and get some help. Do you think maybe? I dialed 911 a long time ago. Don't you see how late they react? They only come and they come when they wanna. Look at the more truck and then bomb the corner. What? I have no idea what he just said. I have no idea what Flav just said. That's him singing that, huh? Yeah. Right. That's Flavor Flav. Yeah, we all Golden know. tones. We all know Flavor Flav because he's on the reality shows and he, he has that giant clock hanging around. Yeah, a big his clock neck. in his head. Yeah. And his first and the song starts off with the, you know, the beautiful Hit Me. So that's him. There you go. He should have used that clock as like a shield or yeah, something. Well, yeah, he could be Captain Urban America. That's what he could be with that, <laughs> with that shield. You know what I mean? Yes. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, man. Some guy intervened, actually, and, and broke the fight up. So he is he is Flavor Flav's savior save. No, he's actually a Flavor Flav saver. He's a Flavor he, saver. He's a Flavor saver is what he is. We got Mark and Neanderthal's <laughs> fake facts coming up this. at 830. Stop it right now. Mark and Neanderthal. It's time now for some Mark and Neanderthal fake facts. Oh, these have been on the stove all weekend long, just simmering and letting the flavor sink in. We've got fake news in there. We've got alternative facts in there. And we come out with a delicious soup of fake facts. Yep. In fact, all of our fake facts today are gluten-free. Yeah. Because it's a Monday. And, you know, if you're starting that, this is right around the time that most people lose their New Year's resolution diet things. Yeah. About, about three weeks into the year. So let's do this. So Tony Carnavale is a big Mark and Yannapal listener, and he sends in some fake facts every now and again. Yeah. Like this one. After being blinded with science. Science! Musician Thomas Dolby went on to invent Dolby sound for movie theaters due to his heightened sense of hearing. Because he was blind. From what? Science. Science. Of course, yes. I understand. Uh, Mark and Neander, Paul, fake fact, true or false quiz. You ready? Okay. The high five wasn't invented until 1977. True or false? Uh, I am going to say true because that seems like kind of a modern thing. It is a modern thing. It's one of those things that came to us in the 20th century. It was October 2nd, 1977, when the first high five was initiated by one Los Angeles Dodger, Dusty Baker, and his teammate, Glenn Burke. That's the first time anybody did a high five. 
Very nice. It seems like the high five has been a... You would have thought that would have been a thing that, like, Mickey Mantle had done back in the day. But no, yeah. the high five was not a... All right. Yeah. 41 years old. Who knew? The high five. Yeah. Who knew? Well, actually, it's going to be 41. Since that was October, it's probably October. the World Series. Good chance, yeah. At the Last Supper, Jesus got very upset because the waitress would not do separate checks. Well, right. Yeah, that's a, that's a part of your 12 or more. So, so John, was like, John was like, hey, Paul, order what you want. It's on the big guy. Right, yeah. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> right. Dad, can I borrow your credit card? <laughs> Be careful not to rub your eyes, Mark. Okay. It will cause blindness, but only if you do it in tiny increments over ah. a prolonged period of time. So... Just be careful. You might All want to right. think of a new morning morning routine for you right there. Okay. All right. I think actually, I think the morning routine I'm doing causes blindness. Uh, but anyway, I caught a girl on the palm of your hand. That's not important. Not now. on the top of your head, but on the palm of your hand. To heaven. 100.7 KSLX. See, they never won a Grammy. No, not, I mean, I mean, they won Grammys, but not during their their time. They've won like lifetime achievement stuff. Yeah, only yeah. only after they broke up did they win for you know, hey, best artist from this decade or something right. like that. You yeah. Know? Um, but we were talking about the Grammys, and we were just talking to some folks on the phone, saying, you know, God, I didn't know any of the songs or anything like that. There was no rock bands or anything like that, and that's true. It's mostly an R and B and hip hop thing now. But the Grammys have never been like a like a, a class. What is now classic rock? Those bands were usually left out of the Grammys. For yeah, instance. I mean, yeah, like in 1975, it wasn't like they were like, and the nomination goes to Thin Lizzy for Boys Are Back in Town. Like that never happened. Song of the Year in 1975 was The Way We Were by Barbara Streisand. Right. The next year, the Song of the Year was Send in the Clowns by Judy, Judy Collins. Collins. Yeah, there's a lack of testosterone, I think, always has always been the case sort of with the Grammys. Now, Christine's on the phone. And she's going to help you. Now, okay. you're, you're ready, right? Well, I'm as ready as ready can be. I mean, what year are you going to do? 1977. Oh, Jesus, I was nine. The Grammy for the best song of the year, the song of the year was... I Write the Songs by Barry Manilow. Okay, which okay. ironically he didn't write. Correct. Okay. Um, so, we're going to quiz you guys oh. on what the four runners-up were. No. The other songs in the category. We'll give you the artist. It's a bad idea. And you got to see if you can name the song, okay? Right. I'm ready. You're ready? Okay. Yep. Christine, you ready? I'm ready. All right, guys. The artist was George Benson. What was the song? I know this song. <laughs> I do, too. What do you think, Christine? Just give me the night. No, not that one. Reason. No, not that one either. Oh. The song was what? This this Masquerade. Oh, boy. All right. On the same album as Breezin, though. All right. Here's the next one. Damn it. The artist was Neil Sadaka. Yes. Neil Sadaka. What was the song? I write the songs of I know so many Sadaka songs. Do you really? Because I don't. <laughs> the one covered by Captain and Tennille. There was that one. Um, oh, lo- not Love Will Keep Us Together. Correct. Gave that. That's not it. Captain yes. Tennille. It was... Um, oh, my gosh. Ca- not Calendar. No, that's an old, old, old. It was... It's All right. right on well, the tip of my tongue, and I have to give. We'll have to go to the next one, Christine. Okay, got Here it. you go. The artist... Okay. The artist was Gordon Lightfoot. Lightfoot. 1977. If I could read your mind. That is not right. Paul, did you have a guess? Ah! I, I want to say it's the wreck of the Evan Fitzgerald, but it's not. It's Sundown. 
It's the wreck of the Ed Last last chance, guys. Last chance. One of the one of the other songs up for song of the year that year was by the Starland Vocal Band. I know this one. This one I can't miss. I got this. All right, is it, Christine? It's uh, Afternoon Delight. Yes. Yeah. It won over. It actually won over Queen's Bohemian Rhapsody. And I remember I was like 12 or 13 and I was appalled. I couldn't believe it. That must have been for another award that night. It, it was best song. I'm, or best harmonies. Or best I, don't, I don't believe. We'll check. Vocal, we'll check. Vocal performance. Well, hang on, Christina. Does that make well, sense? Well, that this, they would have beaten Queen? Is that the same year? Uh, it could be. I mean, Starland Vocal Band, they won. They actually won two Grammys. They won Best New Artist in 1977. All right. And they also won. This is what's screwed up about the Grammys. They were nominated for Record of the Year, Best Pop Performance by a Duo or Group with Vocals. Right. And then Best Arrangement for Voices, Duo, Group, or Chorus. What's the difference between... (laughs) That's like Best Song Written on a Thursday in the Hours of 9 and 9.05 a.m. That's what what that is. But they did win that Best Arrangement for Voices, so that could be what she was talking about if Queen were... I mean, let's face it, 1977, Queen and Vocals were sort of synonymous with each other. Well, you know, Paul, in the words of 1989 Song of the Year Award winner Bobby McFerrin, don't worry, be happy. Good morning. Listen to Mark and the Interpol when you get to work with the free KSLX app. 100.7 KSLX. Whether it's Baker's Simple Truth Turkey or Mac and Cheese with Murray's English Cheddar or pie made with fresh Cosmic Crisp apples, there are many dishes we look forward to sharing during the holidays. And Baker's has all the fresh ingredients you need to turn today's holidays into tomorrow's memories. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Get more ways to save at the Buy 5 or More Save $1 each sale. Just buy 5 or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Come one, shop all at the JCPenney Friends and Family Sale. Through Wednesday, use your 30% off coupon inside the JCP app and shine on with up to 60% off diamond solitaires and studs. Plus, get carried away with up to 70% off luggage from Samsonite, American Tourister, Skyway, and more. Anyone shops, everyone saves. We got your holiday. JCPenney. Offers valid on select items through 12-7. Offers reflect after coupon savings. Exclusions apply. See store or jcp.com for details.